Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I praise your name, Father. Oh, Father, for who you are, God, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come into your presence today, Father. Just to give you all the praise and the glory and honor. Thank you, Lord, as a body of we're coming to your presence, Father. Just to hear what you have to say today, Father. We thank you, Lord, for how you moved today, Father, how you touched and healed today, Father. We thank you, Lord, that some got saved today, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you used us mighty according to your will, Father. Lord, we thank you, Lord. For you alone, God, are worthy to be praised and we worship you. We adore you, Father. We lift our hands and we just thank you for everything, oh God, you do. For you are so precious, oh God, and we just thank you. We just magnify your name, God. Oh God, you alone, Father, are worthy. You alone, Father, are worthy, God. And we just come to you, Father God, for anything, God. No judging or anything, Father. We can just lay our heads down, Father, and just come before you, Father God, and just give you all the glory and praise and honor, God. Oh, you delight to hear us in the morning, in the evening, and night, all day, Father God. You said to pray without ceasing, Father God. You love to hear us pray, God, to pray to you, Father God. Oh, Lord, you are just so wonderful, God, and we just thank your holy name, God. Oh, we just bless your holy name. Oh, you are just so awesome, God, and so wonderful, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, my God, we thank you, Father. We bless you. We honor you, God. Oh, we just magnify your name, God. Oh, we just love you and we adore you, Father. All the things that you do, Father, we'll bless your name today, Father. You are greatly praised. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. And we bow to you, Father. We rest in you. We trust in you. You are our friend, Father. Oh, what a friend you are, Lord. Every day, Father God, we walk with you and talk with you. And you teach us your word, oh, God, and we just, oh, God, we just thirst. We, we're like babies, oh, Father God, just wanting to, to drink more and more and more of your word. Hallelujah. That you teach us day in and day out, you know, what to do and how to do and how to live by your will, Father God. We, we just thank you. Oh, we, we, just, we just thank you, Lord. That you're teaching us every day, Father God. Oh, my God, I'm an adult, Lord, but I come to you as a baby. I come as a, we all come to you as a baby, Father. Oh, Lord, that we can just rest. That you take us, oh, God, and we come to you in the secret place, oh, God, and we just 
it, with all the what the world is going going through, Lord, our rest and our secret place is in you, Father. We can just go. I know we can't stay there all day, Father, but God, it would be awesome just to, just to stay there with you in the secret place, oh God, where we're hidden in you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, where we can just be in, a, in one together in a conversation day in and day out. Oh, my God in heaven, you are a secret place, Lord. Oh, Father, with all that's going on in the world, Father, Jesus, you are our secret place. You are our friend. You are our blessed one. You are our father, my God. You can be a mother, a father, a friend. Everything, God, we need is in you, my God. We just trust you, Father. Oh, Lord, we can come to you with all the issues of life. We can bear it all, Father God. You'll just sit right there and hear us. And you know what we're going through, Jesus, because you went through that and much more. That we just lay down, oh God, and you just comfort us, oh God. Oh, Father, some days we just want you to swaddle us up in, like a baby and just hold us. I don't care if we are adults. That we come as babies, Father. Take some time and just swaddle us, Father God, and just comfort us and just rock us back and forth because the world be reeling and rocking and reeling and rocking, oh God. And we just come, Father God, just to lay at your feet. Oh, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, oh God. We just glorify you, Father. And we praise you, oh Father. Hallelujah. Oh, wonderful, 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 Father, you are. And we thank you, God, for moving mighty, oh God. Oh, Bushanda, we thank you, God, that you remember our prayers, Father, like Hannah, Father God. You remembered Hannah's prayers, Father. Oh, let us sometimes become before you, God. We're crying, God, and, and we, can't even, you, we can't even hear the words, oh, God, the Holy Spirit just take over. And just pray, Father. Remember the prayers, Father. Remember remember the prayers of, of the things of the years and years and years ago. Remember the prayers of yesterday. Remember the prayers of last week. Remember the prayers of Father God. Oh, bless your name, God. We, Oh, God, you are such a friend. You are such a friend to us. Oh, God, we just come and we just cast all our cares on you, Lord. And you care for us deeply. How deep is your love for us, oh God? We will never know. Oh, we will never know how deep your love is for us, oh God. And the thing is, Lord, if the world would just see your great love, it would be a better place. But it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Oh, we just trust you, God. We just trust you, Father. Oh, Lord, in this fast, Father, I am just praying that flesh is dying more, Father, and our spirit, man, is, is just growing and leaping, and that we continue to learn how to live a right life, Father, and walk circumspectly before you, Lord, but yet, God, be humble before you, Father. Oh, Lord Jesus, we raise you up, we lift you up, we magnify your name. Like that song says, that's why our heart is filled with praise. God, we, we know that sometimes in the world, it just gets so crazy, Father. We just raise our hands, God. We throw that garment of 
We throw that garment of, of sorrow off. We throw that garment of, of hurt and pain off, and we just raise our hands for and we have the garment of praise. Hallelujah. Oh, we blubble Shonda. We just magnify your holy name, God. Oh, you are holy in every way, oh God. And you you are making us whole, Father. You are making us whole, Father God, from the crown of our head to the very soles of our feet. Oh, my God, Abba Shonda. Oh, we just bow to you, Lord of Omitarabashende. We just bow to your holy name, God. We, we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, that we can lay down every weight, oh, my God, and keep pressing forward, God. That we go in the secret place, oh, God, and we'll cry, but you tell us to get on up and get at it again. But, Lord, let us come to you with every issue, every problem, God, so that we don't take it out on the world. No, we can't do that. But we come to you with all issues, Father God, because we got to be right. We got to be a testimony. We got to be able to, to, to live a right way, Father God, so that people who don't know you, Lord, can say, oh, my God, she's a man of God, and oh, my God, she's a woman of God, Father, that we cast our cares privately to you, Father God. Shut the door and just fall into your rest, Lord. And have your way with us, O oh God. Oh, we bless you. We magnify your holy name, O oh God. We just adore you, Father. For you are just so wonderful. Oh, we just bless you, Father God. Oh, Lord. Highly lifted up, O oh God. Highly lifted up, O oh God. All the world is before Jesus. Oh, Lord, let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, God. You teach us every day to be strong. You teach us every day to, to put a smile on our face. You teach us every day to keep going, to keep moving, Father. You, we thank you, Lord. We, we just thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Father. Lord, we bless you. We magnify your name, God. Just to sit here and just worship you just for who you are, God. Oh, hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the man or woman of God that's coming forth tonight for the word from on high, Father. Let this word be rich in our in our soul, Father, rich in our spirit, God. Let us take this word, Father, the word, the word, the word of God, and apply it to our life. Apply it to our life, my God. Oh, Lord Jesus, let us teach us something. Let a piece of the flesh die today, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, we thank you, mighty God, mighty God, we serve you. Oh, we adore you, Lord, we adore you, my God in heaven. Oh, we just a bubble shanda. We do a glory beyond it. Oh, you are just a wonder. Oh, Bashende, Asa. Ego, Manida, Bashende. We glorify your holy name, God. You are holy in every way, God. Oh, we bless you, God. Bless you, bless you, bless you, my God in heaven. You are moving, mighty God. 
Oh, you are bringing people, oh, my God, back to you, Father, my God in heaven. Hallow be thy name, God. Oh, what a friend you are, Jesus. What a friend, what a comfort, what a wonder. Oh, bless your name. Hallelujah, we glorify you. We thank you, God, for the mighty word that's coming forth, God. Oh, let it bring strength and help, deliverance, truth. Oh, God, to us, Father, we just thank you. Mighty God, mighty God, we praise you, God. Oh, glory be on that glory to your name, my God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you're moving mountains, oh God. Hallelujah. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. You are just awesome. Oh, just to sit right here, God. Think about you. Just think about you and who you are. Oh, God. Just to ponder, just to think and meditate on you, God. And your word, my God. What changes happen to us, oh God? Oh, Father God, we thank you, we magnify your name. We bless your holy name. Holy, 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 Lord Almighty God. We Shanda. Thank you, Lord Jesus, my God. Move mightily, God. Be God clear, Father. In the name of Jesus, my God. We bless you, we honor you, we praise your name, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 my God. Oh, let this word be just this. Oh, it just tastes so good, like milk. My God, we just thank you. We bless your name, we magnify you, we adore you, Lord, for you, God, are mighty. Speak in the name of Jesus. Speak, Lord, speak. We hear you. We are here anticipating to hear you, God. We bless your name. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. We praise your name. We bow to you, Father, for you are our head, oh God. We thank you. You are mighty. We thank you. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you. My God in heaven, do we thank you. Glory to your name, glory to your name, my God, in heaven, in heaven, my God, let heaven speak today, oh God, we bless you, amen. Thank you, woman of God, good evening, good evening, this is Minister Mia from St. John the Great Cathedral in Detroit, where Bishop Victor Sharp Jr. is the pastor. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I thank Apostle for allowing me this opportunity to speak again to his sheep and to those who are visiting with us. And as we would say on the prayer line on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. We are our brother's keeper. Let us turn to Colossians chapter 1. 
Colossians chapter 1. And while you are going there, I will pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for this word that you have placed in my heart, in my mind, and on my lips, God. It is not about me. It is all about you, oh God. Have your way in my thoughts. Have your way in my words, oh God. Let it come through clearly in Jesus' name, uninterrupted and unhindered by any satanic or demonic force, oh God. Let it be spoken with clarity and understanding and not just fall on ears in Jesus' name, but get into the minds of these, your people, oh God. Get down into the hearts of these, your people, so that they will be doers of your word according to your word, your purpose, and your plan. In Jesus' name, have your way, O oh God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, God, for you are my strength and my redeemer. You are the strength of our life, God, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Colossians chapter 1, as I was studying and preparing for today, the Lord took me to the word unforgiveness. And as I was researching scriptures on unforgiveness, you know, sometimes we can't trust the Internet. So when I went onto the Internet and looked up scriptures for unforgiveness, it asked me the question, did I mean forgiveness? And so I said, well, okay, let me go to my concordance. So I went to my big, strong concordance, and I looked up the word unforgiveness. There was nothing in there that would direct me to a scripture that was dealing with unforgiveness. But you've got to go to forgiveness in order to be able to understand unforgiveness. And we come about scriptures with, that deal with unforgiveness by learning about forgiveness. And I like to keep in my mind when, when I'm studying the word of God and delivering a word to God's people that you study the original in order to be able to identify a counterfeit. When it comes before your presence, that, that keeps me in mind when, uh, when people are studying money. There's so many counterfeits out there of our currency that it's too much to study. So they study the real currency, the official currency, the original currency, so that when they encounter a counterfeit, they'll know the difference. So in order to be able to identify unforgiveness, we got to go to the original forgiveness to be able to understand how we have to deal with unforgiveness. Colossians chapter 1, we're going to begin at verse 9. And it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father 
which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. We're going to talk about some of the blessings of forgiveness. And and for those of you who know me, know that I am, I believe in giving you meanings of words and definitions. And, and when we think about the word forgiveness, that is the original or the root word is to forgive. And then we have unforgiveness that has a prefix added to it, the, the UN, which is a prefix that means not. So unforgiveness is the opposite of forgiveness or the negative of forgiveness. So when we look at these scriptures, we understand that we have to forgive. And as believers, we often know that we don't have a choice. But let's go into this deeper. Forgiveness, by definition, means to cease to feel resentment against. It means to pardon someone. It means to grant relief from a payment of some sort. It means that we don't hold a grudge against somebody. We're not looking down on them. We're not putting ourselves above them. We're not holding envy and jealousy. We're not holding something against them. When we look in Luke chapter 23, verses 33 and 34, we or we see Jesus has, is being on the cross, and he says that the two thieves on the sides of him, you have one who is saying, okay, look, why are you here? You saved all of these other people. Save us. And then you have the other thief saying, what are you talking about? We deserve to be here. He doesn't. He's done no wrong. And in the midst of that, that thief says, remember me when you come into your kingdom in paradise. And Jesus tells, uh, Jesus is talking to them and he uh, tells the father, he says, father, forgive them after he is hanging there with these thieves. And he's still considering the people who are on the side of him as well as the people who are at the foot of his cross who have taken him through this hours and hours of beating him and putting a crown of thorns on his head and pulling the hairs out of his beard and beating him on his back and telling him to carry his own cross and spitting on him and taking his clothes. And he still says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. But yet we are still here seeing what he went through for us. But we want to say, I can't forgive them because they hurt me too bad. It is no comparison of what Jesus went through for us to say we can't forgive somebody else. Colossians 1.14, the word forgiveness. I've, I've been learning to, to go to the original meaning of words as I study scripture. So I'm learning to study the Greek and the Hebrew of the words to get a better understanding of what God has to say to me concerning not just a scripture, but for a word. And I encourage you, if, if the Lord drops a word in your spirit, write it down if you don't have time to study it right there. Put the date on it and then go back and study and find scriptures about it. So this for forgiveness that he's talking about in Colossians 1.14 is the Greek word aphasis. It's spelled A-P-H-E-S-E. 
F-A-I-S, aphasis. And it is the same meaning as the word remission in Matthew 26, 28, where it talks about where, for this, my, for this is my blood in the New Testament, which is shared for many for the remission of sin. So remission and forgiveness have the same meaning in these two verses. It means to release from bondage or imprisonment. It means to pardon of sin. It means to let go as if it had never been committed. We know when people go to jail and they claim that they're innocent and they stay there for so many years, we want somebody to pardon them. We didn't go to prison, but God pardoned us when he sent his son Jesus on the cross to shed his blood for the remission of our sins because he who knew no sin became sin for us that we might have life. And as I was studying this, there, as we know, in the English language, there are more than one definition for some words. And so when we study this word forgiveness, we have the word aphasis, which I just shared, which is the same as remission, but there is also the word aphaiami, A-P-H-I-E-M-I. That means to send away, to let go, to disregard. And that's in Mark chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. And it says, when, G, when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. So if we don't forgive, he's not going to send away our sins the way that we think he is. We think, oh, I can just go through life and say, um, I don't have to forgive this person, but I'm going to forgive that person. And God is going to look down upon us and say, oh, they forgave somebody, but not this person. And it's okay. That's not how it goes. We can't pick and choose who we forgive. We have to forgive everybody because if that's the case, then God can pick and choose if he wants to forgive us or not. And we don't want that to happen to us. We want all of the blessings that he has to give us. We want him to forgive us no matter what we have done, said, or or thought, but yet we want to pick and choose. And then we have that verse that says, how often are we to forgive? And and he came back and said, seven times seven? Jesus said, no, seven times 70. He said, oh, okay, so if my, my mathematical mind says that, okay, that's 490 times, should I keep track? If Jesus kept track of our sin, in one day, we might reach 400. So why do we hold unforgiveness in our heart toward somebody else when he's not holding unforgiveness toward us? He said, I'm going to disregard it. I'm going to cast it into the sea of forgetfulness where you won't even have to know it exists anymore. So let's, let's talk about these blessings of forgiveness. The blessings of forgiveness is that we, it relieves us of stress. You don't have to worry about going to bed with the sun going down on your wrath because you have been unforgiving to somebody. Forgiveness releases us from bondage 
Because when we when we harbor bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart, that means we are allowing somebody else to control us, somebody else to uh, control how we feel, how we respond, and how we react. We are in bondage toward them. Who are we to withhold forgiveness from anyone? Jesus said in John eight seventeen when he was talking to the scribes and the Pharisees about the woman who was caught in adultery, he said, he who is without sin to cast the first stone. And they had to walk away because they knew that they were not without sin. And Jesus said, okay, they're not going to condemn you, neither will I. What if Jesus casted stones at us because of our sin? His arms would be physically tired from casting stones at us. Forgiveness allows the windows of heaven to be open unto us. It puts us in a position to gain eternal life. Without forgiveness, how can we obtain salvation? That's the first step when we are asking Jesus to come into our hearts. We have to admit that we have been sinners and we need a Savior. So Jesus says, oh, okay, I'm going to forgive you. And then we can Accept him as our Lord and Savior. Again, Mark eleven twenty five is that uh, I see me, where he disregards our sin. And it says, when our Father in heaven has forgiven us our trespasses, we have to forgive somebody else. That's that uh, intrusion of someone into your space, into your life, into your emotions. You have to forgive people of that wrongdoing, of that crime, of that hurt feeling that you have felt. Forgiveness restores the breach or the separation that was between us and God. It restores that relationship between us and that other person that we need to realize it's not that person but the spirit that was in or upon that person that caused them to say or do to us what hurt our feelings. Isaiah 58 and 12 talks about building the old waste places and raising up foundations of many generations and being called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. You can't build anything or raise anything up. You can't repair anything or restore anything if you are part of the cause of the places being wasted, if you are a part of the problem. How can you come to a solution? If if the foundation is unstable, then how can you build upon it? Our horizontal relationship with our brothers and sisters must be intact in order for our vertical relationship with God to be built upon. He told us if we have any art against our brother to go get it right, he said to leave your offering at the altar, go ask for forgiveness, and then come back. He didn't say if you if you were right or wrong, he said to just go ask for forgiveness, whether you are right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You might have been completely right, but if that person is is offended, if that person is feeling like you wronged them, you mistreated them, then it is your responsibility to go ask for forgiveness and not say, I know I was right, but you just forgive and leave it alone. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 8, 
It says, but the rulers of this world have not understood what they were doing. Let's let's go back to verse six. It says, when I when I am among mature believers, and this is the New Living Translation, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. Verse 7, it says, no, the wisdom we speak is of the mystery of God, his plan that has previous, was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. Verse 8, but the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. So that goes back to saying if they knew what they were doing when they were crucifying Jesus, they would not have done it. If they knew they were killing him so that he could forgive them as well as us, they would never have crucified him. They would not have, they didn't even realize that Jesus was dying on the cross to forgive their sins. They're crucifying him, yet he's dying for them. But we want to sit back and and say, oh, I'm not going to forgive somebody. Who shed their blood for you? Jesus did. Whose life are you saving when you shed your blood? Hallelujah. Amen. As I was studying this, no, I wasn't studying this yet. I hadn't gone in depth into it. The Lord said this to me. Unforgiveness is like food you put in the refrigerator. You intend to come back to it, but you forget. And after a while, it begins to mold. If you still don't deal with it, it starts to stink. Eventually, the mold and the stink no longer bother you, but it's still there in that refrigerator. Then when you clean out your refrigerator, you open that container, the smell slaps you in your face, and you wish you had never opened it up. If we never deal with that container of unforgiveness, that smell and all that mold will eventually be opened up and slap us in our face, and we have to deal with the rottenness of it, which is now worse than if we had dealt with it days before or weeks before. Well, God spoke to me today. He said, what if this COVID-19 pandemic was allowed by him because so many people have been harboring unforgiveness in their hearts. It says, after each day and each minute that God allows us to live on this earth is another day and another minute for us to forgive and ask for forgiveness to get our relationships with one another right, as well as our relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit right. Unforgiveness is the reason why some people are hurting and sick and the doctors can't figure out what's going on. They don't, you don't understand why. You just know you're having pains, you're having hurts in your body. The doctors don't understand why. So what they do is they give you something to mask the problem. They give you something based on what you say you're going through. They're not giving you anything that's going to get to the root of the problem. So in order to get rid of what's going on, you have to ask God to reveal to you 
if there's any unforgiveness in your heart that's causing you to be sick, that's causing you to be hurt, to hurt as uh, the way you do. You got it. And I thought about the weeds. I don't do yard work and can't nobody make me do it right now. In order to get rid of weeds in the yard, you got to get rid of the root, not just the part that's visible. If you go outside and you see a dandelion and you just pluck it up, yes, you won't see it anymore, but it's going to come back eventually. It's going to come back soon. It's going to come back the next day because you haven't gone down into the dirt to dig out the root. You got to get, you got, you can't just get rid of the the visible part and think it's not going to come back. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a sore and you haven't dealt with what the infection on the inside. It's going to keep coming back. It's going to keep getting worse. It's like that smelly, moldy, rotten food. You get rid of the source of the problem and healing will take place. You can't just cover it over. You got to get down into there, get rid of that stink. Life is in the roots. Death is in the roots. If you kill the root of a weed or a root of kill the root of a weed, then you kill its life source. If you kill its life source, then death occurs. If we get down into our bodies and those things that we suppress and say, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to deal with this because it's too hurtful, it's going to still be there and it's going to cause our insides to rot and to stink. And it makes me think about cancer. When someone is in some of the final stages of cancer, you can smell it in their bodies. You can smell it when you enter a room. And when it's not that bad and they're going through treatment, they say cancer has gone into remission. But then it comes back. Don't allow forgiveness to unforgiveness to keep coming back up into your life without dealing with the root of it. Stop walking around moldy and funky and acting like you can't smell yourself. We smell ourselves first, but instead of dealing with it, we try to push it down and say it's okay. But when God deals with it, he's going to get down in there. He's going to get rid of that mold, that funkiness, that mustiness. He's going to get rid of that sink so that we can completely heal. We got to get rid of that unforgiveness. The ultimate blessing of forgiveness is gaining eternal life. But we have to die to self. Unforgiveness is our self. We have to die to self so that we might live to Christ. If Jesus died for you, if Jesus died so that we might be forgiven, then we must forgive others. And I just want you to think about what God showed me today. If, if this COVID is because of unforgiveness, then we got some work to do. We have to look at ourselves. We're talking about the, the doors of the building of the church closed, but the, the church is still open. If the righteous scarcely be saved, what should happen with the ungodly? We are the righteousness of God, and we're scarcely saved because we are doing things the way the world is doing, and instead of doing it the way the word of God says, the word of God says to forgive. We have to do it his way.
because I heard somebody say from my from my younger years, why go to hell by way of the church? Because you want to do things your way. The first thing is to forgive. The first thing is to ask God to forgive you, to show you those things in your life so that you might receive his forgiveness, so that you will be free to forgive someone else. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I come right now, Father God, standing in the gap for each one of us, God, forgive, asking for forgiveness of our thoughts, of our words, of our actions, of our families' unforgiveness, God, generations of unforgiveness where we have kept secrets, oh, God, where we have said we're not going to deal with it, Father God. Bring it back up to the forefront, God. Lord, you said, and as I was studying, Father God, that our, our works will be tried as fire, Father God. And those great works that are motivated by you will sink down. And the dross, the things that are against you, will rise to the top where you can remove it off of the top and clean us up in Jesus' name. Lord, get down into the innermost parts of our being in Jesus' name. Where we have suppressed unforgiveness, Father God. Where we think we are okay, God, show us where we are not okay. Deal with us according to your word. Help us to judge ourselves in Jesus' name. Let your word be that mirror that shows us the imperfections in our life, not just on the surface, but deep down into the innermost depths of our bodies in Jesus' name. Lord, if this COVID is here as your way of judging us for unforgiveness, we ask you to forgive us right now, oh God, and dry it up in Jesus' name, that we might walk upright before you. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I thank you, God, that we receive your forgiveness, we extend forgiveness, and we don't let it fester in our lives ever again. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless each one of you. Have an awesome evening and walk in your forgiveness. And remember to extend forgiveness to others. Keep Apostle and his family in prayer. Keep each other in prayer and be a light that shines in this world. Have a good night. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.